Join AIA's Clay Hall as he interviews guests who will share their successes and sometimes challenges that we can all learn from. We don't just dip our toes into the most important issues in the promotional products industry. We cannonball into them to help entrepreneurs grow and succeed in this ever-changing promotional products industry. Welcome to On Air with AIA. I'm Clay Hall, and today I'm excited to welcome the founder of PromoChat, chaser of big ideas, and lover of tacos, Jay Vassell. Jay, welcome to the show. Great to be with you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so, Jay, you know, you and I have, have been chatting, um, you know, here over the last few months about different things. And, you know, as, as you and I were talking about getting together, um, I don't think either one of us realized from the early conversations to today what was going to transpire, not only in the world, but in our industry. And good grief, man, what, what, uh, what a challenging time. And that's super overused. You know, we just got hit with right. this, you know, kind of a, it felt like we got an uppercut and punched in the gut and kicked in the shins kind of all at the same time. So what, what are you seeing? You talked to a lot of people in the industry. So what are you, what are you hearing? What are you seeing? And, and then please have a great answer for what do we do next? <laughs> Perfect. Well, listen, thank you again. It's been, uh, it's been bananas. I'm going to use bananas. How about that? Bizarro? I don't know. In fact, uh, I have a recent post about 30 new synonyms to replace the word unprecedented because it's already being overused. Um, but, but yeah, it is, it is really crazy. It is a different era, a different time, and the shift came really quickly. So I think a lot of us, me included, were, were not prepared for something like this. Uh, January seemed like it was going to be amazing. Um, I was so jacked up and positive. Um, great projects on the horizon. Uh, things just, I mean, literally, we're looking like it was going to be the best year ever. And then boom, you know, in a click, in a snap, you know, it's all changed. So I've seen a lot of frustration. I've seen a lot of uh, anxiety. Um, that uncertainty of what do I do? My business is shrinking. I've got kids at home. So, you know, all of the things that we've gone through in the last couple of weeks will probably get a little bit better. But I, I think we have, uh, we, we, we are going to be in, in a different state, uh, for the rest of the year. And we, those of us that can shift and pivot and, um, are, are nimble and can move quickly, I think we'll find different opportunities that we were completely unprepared for. But if we hustle and if we buckle up, I think we can find um, new contacts, new relationships and new sales. Um, and it's not going to come easy. And I think uh, the other thing, Clay, is I think those of us that can prepare a little bit now on the fly, some on the job training, like whatever this new normal is going to be for the rest of the year, I think we will come out the other side stronger, um, we will be uh, picking up some of the pieces that others abandon. Because let's be frank, Clay, I think there are going to be some companies in our business, you know, in this decorated apparel space and the promotional product space that people aren't coming back. You know, they're going to fold up. They're going to say, it's not worth it. You know, I'm done. I'm out, tapped out. So that, that could be an opportunity, a future opportunity for those of us that really, you know, hunker down and prepare for it. Yeah, and that's, you know, that's, I think, one of the really unfortunate things that's, uh, you know, a lot of industries and a lot of people are facing is they're, they're not going to get through this, 
you know, the world has changed around us. And, you know, I was talking to a supplier friend a few weeks ago and in their company, they're taking normal out of their vocabulary. Um, they, the, they know we're going to come back, but they're not entirely sure what we come back to. And I think what they're thinking, just like you are, it's going to continue to change. Yeah. And I think, like you said, for the rest of this year, I, and I hate to say this, I don't, I don't really see events coming back or at least in the way that we think they might, um, right. you know, and we've got this interesting thing happening in the United States where some states are open, some are still shut down, some are kind of halfway open. And, you know, I think people's appetite for getting in large crowds is going to be diminished for some time. And so what does that mean for our industry that historically sold a lot into the event space, um, you know, and branded merchandise that goes there. And then you've got the group that pivoted, right? Right, and, right. And that group, you know, PPE products, I don't know what you're seeing, but you know, our industry certainly pivoted. And within the AIA community, it's been a huge shift, but not everybody went there, right? There are- uh, right. People, right. you know, hey, the party moved and they went to the party and they're bringing the stuff. And then we've got others that are like, hey, where's the party? And then some others like, I'm not going to the party. And, <laughs> yeah. and so it's just, it's just a, you know, I don't know that we'll ever see anything like this again. I, and I, I kind of hope we don't, um, but good grief. Yeah, I'm with you. I hope we don't uh, really. <laughs> no, yeah. I don't know if I can go through this another, another time. I mean, we will, those of us that, uh, you know, is driven and, and, and wants to make a difference and uh, can build some deep relationships. I think that we'll see, we'll see some opportunities. We'll see some challenges, but we'll see some opportunities as well. So I know I, I keep thinking about this like you are in terms of what is this going to look like in terms of the events, you know, as trade shows and conferences and expos. And I'm not just talking from the, from the attendee side, but from the exhibitor side. I think there is there is and some are continuing to see a way to use promotional product advertising as an experience, as an add-on to an event that was planned that has since been either canceled or postponed so that they can still reach that audience with whoever that audience is for whatever industry you're serving. That promotional products still build a dynamic bridge between whether it be a virtual event now or a somewhere down the road event when <laughs> we know when we can, you know, all get together again in groups of, you know, hundreds or more. So there, there might be some opportunities there. And I'm not sure if your team is already starting to see some of that. And I don't want to break into the AIA secret sauce, but um, I, I have seen other suppliers that have given me some indication that they're busy with those types of projects, those types of virtual trade show companion type uh, branded merchandise items. Yeah, you know, it's interesting you, you bring that up. We were just on a, a team call this morning and it was brought up that uh, some distributors are starting to get inquiries, um, some for future events, you know, some for the companion pieces, like you mentioned, but others are the preparing to come back to work. You know, what does that look like and what does that mean? Right. And, you know, and having some branded merchandise and it might be branded PPE products, um, you know, and it might be some other kind of welcome back type gifts for, um, to build, um, you know, some of those bridges that were not broken necessarily, but certainly under stress 
um, with everybody working remote in companies that weren't used to that. Let's hope so, because, you know, we all need it and we're going to figure this out. And I think those of us that are on that, that edge of what do I do and that those feelings of uncertainty, this gives you something to, you know, sink into something that's meaningful, that brings back a sense of, um, what I do matters and it makes a difference. And there's so many important psychological takeaways for that right now. And we can't get into that'll be another webinar, but. Or, or another podcast, but I, I just think it's um, it's this this idea of moving forward anyways, moving forward regardless, moving forward without answers, just yep. keeping that that momentum, whatever it looks like, and it's going to be new. Like PPE, how many distributors knew what that category even was? I mean, there were a few, but wow, now it's like you know you're 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 an expert practically, you know. <laughs> I didn't know what yeah. N95 yeah. mask was until February. So, yeah, you know, it's it, you know, we kind of kidded around a little bit about you know some of these PPE products being the new fidget spinners, but really they're now kind of the new essential for work or, or in some states being out in public. Correct. Um, you know, so it, again, it's going to be it will be interesting to see how this unfolds and how it plays out. You know, and, and one of the things I I, I continue to hear. Uh, Jay and and I I I don't have a great answer for people when this comes up and I'm, and I'm kind of hoping that you do have a great answer to this question. So we hear or I've heard often from from folks in the industry and particularly from salespeople that they struggle with reaching out with a sales message right now. And you know it occurred to me that this is a time where you can be you know maybe creating some content or posting on LinkedIn or even doing some interesting things using some of our social tools. But from your perspective, and I know you do a lot of training on LinkedIn, I mean, what, what are your suggestions to folks that are, that are maybe reluctant to reach out with, with a, a sales message and, and not that it's only a sales message, but. Right. Well, I think, I think you touched on it. I think there's, this is a, this is a really great question with lots of, you know, layers to it to un un unravel or peel back. So first of all, we, we would start with, well, if you haven't done a great job of, of building and maintaining a relationship to this point, then it's certainly going to feel awkward for everyone involved when you hit them with a, you know, uh, a, an email blast that goes out to everybody on your list saying the same thing. I, that's what I would not do um, is you're going to have to go back and, and accept the fact that maybe you've been inconsistent. Maybe you haven't um, been as tuned in to those relationships as you should have or taken them as seriously as you should have. So now's the time to reach out with, with what is often termed as social selling skills. Um, that, that, that brand or taste of marketing that's a little bit more authentic and a little less it's less polished, it's less formal, it's less about the sale, and it's more about the, hey, human, I'm a human too. You know, this is, this yeah. is crazy. This is crazy, right? Yeah. You know, and it, it's, it's seeking validation on some other, on a, on, a, on a less business to business relationship and on a more human to human relationship and having that conversation first and, and being authentic and saying, man, I, I can't wait to reconnect with you because one, I realize now that I haven't done a great job to this point and you are important to me. And so I don't want to lose this opportunity. I, I, I owe you A, an apology and B, I can't wait 
for the next time we're together to be able to, you know, whether it's a high five or a hug or whatever is acceptable, as long as the, you know, the PPE police don't come after me. I, I'm kind of a physical guy. I like to high five and hug and I can't wait to do that with certain people again. So you have to, you have to take it to that place first is to get, get back to that real relationship, real personality come through, real authenticity coming through and not talk about product. And then you can start to put your toes in the pool a little bit and say, okay, let's, let's have this discussion in a, in a way that leads us to what's next. And I think you, you touched on it and, and we talked a little bit about this just a minute ago, which is what does that first day look like? What will day one look like for you when you do get to go back? And I hope that, you know, people do get to go back because as we talked about, certain sectors, certain businesses may not be open in three months. They may not make it. So having all of that conversation and then maybe identifying what day one looks like. And if you have buyers um, that they, they may not be planning for that, they maybe need that creativity. They maybe need a spark of humor and fun. And that's what our industry does so well. I'm not saying to, to minimize the seriousness of the situations, but, but look for some hope and some bright points and some, some fun again, right? Because if that's who we are, then that's who we are. Let's embrace that. Let's embrace a little bit of the crazy, but let's also push forward to, you know, tell me about what your summer was like last year, and what do you think might happen this year? You know, what are your fall conferences going to do? Are you guys having those discussions? Are, are we going to do virtual conferences? How can I help you with that? And how can I be a resource for you? And I think those conversations can happen on the phone, via email, via LinkedIn, any social media platform, but but certainly they need to happen, and the sooner they happen, the better. So I'm not sure if that was a great answer for you, but that's where I would start. Well, yeah, no, that was a great answer, and, and you hit on some common themes that you know I've heard from from a few others and have been thinking about as well. Um, and, and it's funny, you, you actually said something uh, that's a title to a book, you know, human to human. Uh, a friend of mine named Brian Kramer wrote a book about that. Um, about why relationships matter. And that's true now more than ever, I think. Um, I agree. 100%. You know, yeah. And then, and then you said authenticity and how can I help? And, you know, the, I think the, if we allow our authentic selves to have that, that dialogue and that, that communication with, with our customers, that will come through rather than you know, leading with a, hey, do you have any orders, right? And I, and I don't know that anybody's necessarily doing that right now. No, I, d- I doubt they are. I, I, play, I don't mean to interrupt, I, I doubt they are. But what I have seen is I've already started to see the flyer. And, and I just, I, th- I thought for sure this will be the end of those, blanket everybody with a flyer, buy more stuff for me, you know? I'm yeah. just gonna spray and pray. And, you know, here's some stuff, you want some? And I thought for sure this will this will wean those folks out or this will wean that service out or that will at least tear it down for a while. And I've already started to you know see a few of those. And that just I gotta tell you, drives me crazy. It always has, it always will, it's probably just my thing, but the lack of branding, the lack of personality, the lack of personalization, the the inconsistency, it's like really now, now suddenly you're the face mask expert and you're just gonna blitz me with more face masks flyers and we haven't had any conversation we haven't had any right. you know it's just like here here it is we know you need them yeah <laughs> i don't know 
I can't yeah. take it. I'm just, I'm being authentic with you, man. I'm like, yeah, gosh, I, I agree with you so much there. I think this is, this is the time to be hyper personal. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And really drill into this is what the organization's about. And this is what we're thinking about. And what are you thinking about? Um, not a, not a flyer with drinkware and pens and masks. Um, and you know, what, one of the things that, that we've talked about in our organization is, uh, some of the reactions are a really kind of a result of what's happening in that particular distributor's business. So distributors that are, that are having some success, um, you see they've got higher PPE numbers, or maybe they're still selling promo in some cases that they've got clients that are doing some of these virtual events that you mentioned, mm -hmm. but others who are way, way down in their business, and maybe they want to place a handful of orders. Um, you know, the, the anxiety is at an all time high, you know, and you mentioned that before. Right. And I, I think that's where the, the nurturing and with us in the industry where we can help too, but let's nurture folks and, and help them with some other ideas of what they might be able to do or think about. And, you know, to your point, you are going to see some people that are going to go, you know what, uh, I had a good run. I'm going to hang it up and go do something else now. Right. And, and I think you're going to see well, that. So you're going to see some suppliers um, go away. And that, that kind of, that breaks my heart too. It does. It's, it's, it's true that some, both on both sides, you know, service providers that are done will tap out some smaller suppliers that just, you know, Eaten up, don't have that sustainability. You know, they, they weren't prepared to be able to take a 50% reduction in sales or greater and sustain that for six months, eight months, nine months. So I, I understand, and I'm not pointing fingers, it breaks my heart too. I just think, okay, so where do we go from here? How do we get back in the, you know, how do we get back in the whatever that, whatever we're going to call that routine and, and, be, and be helpful again and focus on marketing again, focus on, you know, the right types of branding and messaging and, you know, help, helping remind ourselves. I think this is something that your coaches, I, I know for a fact, have done a fantastic job with, is reminding people that we have a very useful advertising medium and, and, and it can be so uh, touching, tactile, and, and helpful and in, in ways that other messages can't or in ways that can create an experience that other advertising can't. So it's, it's great to get back to some of those basics and say, oh yeah, visibility, oh yeah, you know, advertising and marketing. It's just going to be done different. It's just going to be done maybe more personal. It's going to be done, you know, with a little, you know, with a little bit more love and, and empathy. So, and I'm not, you know, I'm not kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm being authentic to you in, in this moment, thinking through this. I mean, people have lost loved ones. Um, we don't know. We don't know what they just came out of. We don't know how hard it was. And I try to remind myself and my kids of that play because I'm here in sunny Arizona, by the way, we already hit triple digits. And thinking about people in New, Jer New Jersey and New York, and it's a totally different world. I mean, we're like wondering what's going on. Why is everyone freaking out? Because here I am in Maricopa County, you know, the, the, the biggest cosmopolitan part of, of, of Arizona, maybe four and a half million people, maybe five million now. And, and I don't know what the numbers are. In fact, I finally stopped paying attention to those. But compared to everybody else, this, this, is, this hasn't been that big of a deal. And, and 
And I need to be more sensitive and remember for other people, it's literally taking their loved ones away. So a little empathy goes a long way right now. Well, yeah, you gosh, you did you touch on a lot of really good you know points there. I think the, the you know leading with empathy will matter. Uh, it's got to be authentic, like we talked about. And yeah, like you know, I'm I'm here in in northern Nevada. Same thing. We're big, wide open spaces, and I I really can't wrap my head around what's happening for the people on the East Coast, particularly in the Northeast. And you know, you mentioned New York, New Jersey, those areas that are just inundated with cases and you know a high death toll and it's it's um it's just awful for them and you know it is hard i think for some people you know as you get further west into some of these less populated areas to really get it and, yeah. and to maintain that empathy um and you know i think that's, and that's all, all walks not just our industry right correct um, yeah 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 so it's 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 very challenging um you know, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little bit of an interlude here, and if you're an AIA owner uh, listening to this, uh, the key word uh, in this podcast is taco, which is one of Jay's favorite things. And when this uh, is aired, and you're one of the first people to go to workplace and enter the word taco with the podcast uh, announcement, you will be entered to win uh, some free coaching with uh, with our friend Jay. So that's a, that's the AIA commercial for this part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so, so stay home and eat tacos. Yeah, stay home, eat tacos, there it is. Um, hey, so, you know, as we're kind of uh, winding down here, um, what what advice are y'all giving out there on, on promo chat? Because I'm gonna tell you, I've been working so much, I haven't had a chance to even go over and check it out recently. Oh, we've had some great discussions. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Promo Kitchen does an amazing job with content. And we're able to kind of sit in this uh, independent zone of we do what we want, we do it for the right reasons, and we typically do things that focus on on um, mentorship and education. Those are kind of our two pillars. And so one of the vehicles we use is is actually a social media platform, which all of us know about, but few of us use, is Twitter. And the reason that we've chosen Twitter for this promo chat platform is it's one place where we can get 30, 50, 100 people all at the same time, all having a discussion at the same time in real time. And, and believe it or not, unless you do live streaming, um, that's not always easy. So we, we produce questions and we, we have really great content. Um, we talk about things like, uh, let's see, we, we had a really cool opportunity that we haven't done before where we, we were able to interface with the university just outside of Chicago and had a chat with marketing, digital marketing students. And we were able to kind of introduce them to the promotional product, branded merchandising and apparel decoration worlds and let them ask us questions. And then, you know, they were, some of them were students, some of them were their administrators. And it was really eye-opening to, uh, to think about, okay, imagine if you were 21 again and you were at Northern Illinois University and you had a digital marketing degree and you were, you were stuck at school or stuck at home right now. Um, you know, that's, that kind of puts things into perspective, but the conversation was great. And, uh, you know, one of the things, as you know, that, that I'm pretty passionate about on any platform, but specifically the LinkedIn is just, you know, g getting involved. And uh, so whether that's promo chat, whether that's uh, some 
I, you know, I, I don't know all of the things that AIA does, but I'm sure there's some volunteering opportunities and some committees that your team probably has, but to get involved and to serve others and, you know, Promo Kitchen is a way for some of us to do that. That's not the only way. Um, and, and I know that, you know, mentorship is, a, is one of, you know, your pillars and you, you've invested with your time and with your team uh, a lot of training and mentorship. So we have that common denominator there. Um, so for those of you who, who, who are Twitter fans, Twitter freaks, and even if you're not, um, really smart people, uh, big time suppliers, um, it's also a great way to level the playing field because it's one-to-one. -one. So um, whether it's Sanmar or whether it's Alpha Broder or whether it's the smallest supplier and the smallest distributor, it doesn't matter. We're having a great conversation every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern on Twitter. So if you have the application, you open up Twitter, you do a search, hashtag promo chat, and then hit latest, and you'll start to see an audience of people, 30, 50, sometimes upwards of 75 people, chatting about a topic, probably talking about sales and marketing and, um, you know, how to do how to do our jobs better, how to be more creative and, uh, you know, without taking ourselves too seriously. And by the way, I have to warn you that we do get silly sometimes. There are quite a few uh, silly gifts, funny memes. So if, if you're if you're if you're into that, you're going to find a tribe of people that are genuine, authentic that really care and can really make a difference. So we'd love to have you join us. Well, that's, that's great. And, and Jay, again, you know, I appreciate you coming on today. We, we, will, we will continue the conversation and uh, you know, make sure that we uh, you know, are, are kind of supporting each other uh, as we kind of try to support the industry at the same time. And so again, appreciate your time and, and your insight and uh, look forward to catching up with you again soon. Huh? Great, thanks for having me, Clay. Thanks for listening to On Air with AIA. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to our podcast and visit AIACommunity.com to join the conversation and access the show notes. Until next time, be boldly you.